earthly silence. I felt totally loved and at peace. Still, my visions left me feeling very lonely. I learned not to talk about them, lest I suffer the other kids' taunts. As I blocked out these visions so that I could be normal, I lost much of my awareness of the spiritual world. My adult view of the world was largely influenced later on by training that I received in counseling psychology, for which I received three university degrees. Though I'd experienced mystical situations throughout my life that my psychology books couldn't explain, I consciously willed myself to overlook them. Then, through a series of experiences detailed in my book, Divine Guidance, my clairvoyance returned to the clarity I'd had in childhood. By this time, I was a successful psychotherapist and a best-selling author. As I began hearing the voice of my guardian angel, I also felt the presence of a lot of other angels. Soon, I was seeing the guardian angels that exist around each of us. At first, the angels gave me guidance only about the difficulties in my own life. But this proved so effective, I couldn't help thinking how wonderful it would be if all my clients could use their sixth sense too and have their own source of heavenly prescriptions. I was counseling a difficult client one day, thinking the angels would know better how to advise her, when the angels themselves asked if I wanted their help. As a therapist, I initially had reservations, but I didn't know how else to help the woman. I felt that neither she nor I could lose from giving the process a try. For reasons of professional ethics, I had to be honest and explain the source of information to my client. Fortunately, her curiosity was piqued. What she heard that day transformed her life and affected a healing I could never have managed on my own. From then on, I began working with the angels to help my counseling clients. Soon I gained a reputation as a therapist who gave angel readings. Clients began to consult me when everything else had failed, and they were at last willing to give God a chance. The angels gave clear instructions, what I'm now calling divine prescriptions, that helped my clients to heal their relationships, their finances, their health, and their emotions. The thousands of cases I've been involved in have convinced me that angel therapy is a remarkably effective clinical tool. I've watched skeptics and believers, religious and agnostics, become happier and healthier following the prescriptions delivered by their angels. I believe this is why so many psychotherapists, doctors, and other healing professionals now attend my training seminars. During a typical session, I'm aware of most of the words that come through me, but I also frequently tape record them in case anyone wants to review what was said. Near the beginning of each session, I describe my client's angels to them. I've found that there are four primary types. First, there's angels. These are the winged ones sent as messengers from God who have not lived as humans upon the earth. Next, there's archangels. These are the managers of the angelic realm. They tend to be larger and more powerful than the angels. Third are the departed loved ones. These are relatives or friends who have passed away, but who hover nearby to help. And fourth are the ascended masters. 
These are enlightened teachers and healers such as Jesus Christ, Moses, Mohammed, Buddha, Krishna, Mother Mary, the saints, and Kuan Yin, and they help people from heaven. Next, I explain to my clients the purpose of each of their spiritual companions' presence. For example, a deceased loved one will arrive at a session just to say, Hello, I love you, or I'm with you to help you with your marriage. The angels have more personal reasons to be with us, including helping us to have courage, learn patience, stay safe while driving, or to be loving and non-judgmental to others. Next, I ask my clients to describe the problem that has brought them to seek angelic counsel. This usually is focused on a basic question such as, what is my life's purpose? Or something like, my mother and I always fight. What do the angels say I can do to make her stop picking on me? Then I ask for guidance from their angels. The angels give their advice through me, delivering their prescription to my client. Sometimes the angels show me a movie in which I clearly see my client say, giving the speech or writing the book or doing healing work or whatever their life purpose is about. Other times the angels give me audible words that I can hear that convey the essence of their life purpose. Typically, the angels deliver their messages through one of the four divine communication channels. First, there's clairvoyance, in which I see pictures of my client's past, present, and probable future life. Second is clairaudience, in which the angels speak to me and I hear them. Third is clairsentience, in which I receive strong emotional or physical feelings conveying the angels' perspectives. And fourth is claircognizance. This means a form of thought transference from heaven. Everyone has access to these four heavenly channels and can tap into his or her own awareness of them. To ensure that it is truly a heavenly message and not my imagination, I pose the same question to the angels different ways. If I ask a question several times, angels will keep giving me the same answer. Imagination tends to give different answers each time you ask the same question. Sometimes when the angels give me a prescription to relay, I worry about my client's response. I think, how can I possibly tell this nice person something like that? At that point, the angels guide me regarding how to deliver it in a non-confrontational way. As a result, my clients feel the unconditional love of their angels. Deep down, most of us recognize the wisdom of our angels' guidance. When a client's problem involves another person, I always request that my angels connect me with that person. Then I take a deep breath and I mentally repeat the person's first name three times to ensure that I focus on the correct individual. The angels immediately show me a vision of that individual, living or deceased. Each person's name has a vibrational imprint that records all the information about that person's past, present, and future. It's like the name of a computer file that allows one to access a specific program. When clients ask me to look into their future, the angels take me through a process that's similar to watching a videotape on Fast Forward. They show me tapes of alternative futures the client might have, depending on the choices one makes. 
it's not up to the angels to make decisions for human beings. However, they do try to point out alternative solutions when they suspect someone is about to follow his ego instead of his better nature. If a client has negative feelings like anger, guilt, and blame that are causing problems, the angels work to help release these blocks. They behave like chimney sweeps, brushing and pulling away soot caused by negative thoughts and feelings that have been created or collected by the client. Because I am a psychologist, I often blend clinical knowledge with my angel readings. I feel coached by the angels when this is appropriate, and I always let my clients know when I am speaking and when the angels are. After an angel therapy session, clients tell me that the divine prescriptions that they've received and the release of negativity they experience make them feel lighter, freer, and happier. They usually contact me later to report positive changes in their outlook and their life. You don't have to see an angel reader to receive heavenly advice. These messages are meant for you and God designed them to be easy to receive. Tens of thousands of normal, everyday people have learned to become conscious of their angels, and you can too. We all have a sixth sense, and I am convinced that the sixth sense is nothing less than the continual presence of God within us. It is something that anyone can contact at any time, because what you are contacting is already inside you. When you learn to tune in to your inner feelings, your thoughts, your visions and sounds, you can more easily receive and comprehend your angel's advice, too. As a therapist, I've observed that those who consult regularly with God, ascended masters or angels, seem happier, better adjusted, and more optimistic. They tend to be less negative and guarded than those who feel separated from God, and they are also less likely to report feeling stuck in their lives. This program will put you in direct contact with Heavenly Counsel. It is my hope that you will follow through on the guidance that you receive. You've probably read about or experienced instances of miraculous intervention. They're the sort of goosebump-inducing story in which a person's life is saved or healed thanks to some mysterious force or voice or a person. These events help people have faith that they are watched over by God and guardian angels. The angels intervene when necessary in miraculous ways. However, God and the angels don't just work miracles to pull people out of life-threatening situations. The heavenly hosts also are full of practical advice. One of the most common ways that heaven intervenes on behalf of human beings is through giving them divine prescriptions, angelic remedies for the challenges of everyday living. Let's face it. Everyone is presented with problems that range from the merely irritating to the overwhelming. But some problems seem impossible to resolve. Millions of self-help books, therapy sessions, and talk shows later, the human race still struggles with the same challenges that it struggled with when the psychological self-help genre was first conceived. Many of these methods have failed in helping us to become healthier, happier people precisely because they are man-made and are therefore a product of human limitations. The only approaches to psychological healing that I have found that produce a profound and lasting effect are always spiritually based. That's why the prescriptions received by my clients from heaven are so effective. 
No matter what the struggle is about, the angels have a prescription for a healing conclusion. In fact, you might think of angels as the heavenly equivalent of dear Abby, dispensing wise counsel in response to questions people have asked here on earth. In this program, you'll find remedies the angels have given my clients for resolving some of the most common problems people face in life today. I have found these to be sound approaches to problem solving, to healing, to recovery, and growth. To receive divine prescriptions for your problems, there is only one requirement. You must consciously ask for them. Simply think of the angels, then mentally request, please help me with, and then fill in your issue. Most prayers result in receiving divine prescriptions almost at once. When you skip this first step, you literally gag and shackle heaven. If you don't direct a conscious request, angelic guidance won't be forthcoming. The angels want to give you the benefit of their guidance. Want is the operative word since angels are not allowed to violate the free will that God granted to human beings by forcing their help on you. That's why it's so important to ask for their aid and then keep open to receiving it. One evening, the angels, with their unique brand of humor, taught me an unforgettable lesson. Following one of my seminars in North Scottsdale, Arizona, I called a taxi cab to get back to my hotel. After three unsuccessful calls, I decided to walk, unaware that I'd be stumbling over rock-laden lawns in the dark. Soon, I began searching a busy street, trying to find a taxi or a bus. As the 50-mile-an-hour traffic whizzed by, I groused silently to my angels. How come you guys let me down after I spent all day teaching people about angels? At that moment, I heard the angel's sweet but wry inner reply. Excuse me, but did you ask us to get you a cab? I gasped in realization. I hadn't asked. No wonder I was having difficulty. I was trying to solve the problem on a human level without requesting help from above. Well, consider this my official request, dear angels, I mentally replied. Please send me a taxi right now. Not two minutes later, a brand new yellow cab cruised slowly by in the lane next to me. And when I hailed it, the driver mentioned how lucky it was that he happened to be on that street. Cabs normally don't service this area, he told me. Since that incident, I have consciously asked the angels to involve themselves in every aspect of my life. I can't emphasize enough the importance of asking your angels to help you find remedies.